Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Kuznez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This is episode 13, Yakuza 0, an action-adventure game where you play as two different characters, Kiryu and Majima, who are both thrust into the middle of this clan war all over this small piece of land called the Empty Lot. And the reason why the Empty Lot is so important is because all these families battling one another are trying to get control of this specific area and the only piece of land that no one owns is the empty lot. So the whole story of Yakuza 0 revolves around all these families trying to find the owner of this particular land and get control of it from them. But before I start talking about Yakuza 0 in depth, I think it's important to first touch upon my history with the Yakuza franchise as a whole, which won't take long because my history is almost non-existent. Prior to Yakuza 0, I've only ever played the first Yakuza game way back on PS2 when it originally came out, and I remember loving it, but for whatever reason, I didn't keep up with the series. Maybe because I knew they were big and they required a time investment, and at the time, I just wasn't willing to keep doing that. Also, around that time, I got rid of my PS2 and stopped playing games entirely but i finally returned to this series with yakuza 0 this prequel to all the games that came prior to it and i loved it i love yakuza 0 so much and it doesn't come to me as a surprise i expected to love it but i am still pleased that i ended up loving it and i'm looking forward to playing through the rest of the series eventually it'll take a while because these games are so full of content anyway the thing that surprised me most about yakuza 0 that i wasn't expecting though i probably should have is that while it is an action adventure game the action is such a small part of it it really is a visual novel in a way where you just get into fights every now and again you can get into a lot of random fights going from point a to point b but so much of the game involves watching cinematics watching motion comic type cinematics reading text reading dialogue and watching these in-game cinematics where you still get voice work and lip movement but it doesn't look nearly as good as the cinematic sense there's just so much story in it and i'm not even talking about all the side things you can get into just the main story is so full of twists and turns and double crosses and a vast array of characters who are more subdued or very lively and i loved every second of it i was so surprised by how good the story was i expected the story to be serviceable and that the majority of the enjoyment would come from just exploring the world and what there is to find in it from crazy characters to arcades where i can just play old classic sega games because why not but the story revolving around the empty lot and all that is very interesting and, and well written well acted the localization is great and i found myself most surprised by how heartfelt parts of it were specifically with majima and makaro who is the owner of the empty lot you learn this later but she is this blind woman who 
forms a relationship with Majima over time, even though she can't see him and he was originally sent to kill her. Of course, he didn't end up doing that. And, and watching the relationship grow and, and seeing how it concluded was so heartbreaking. And coming to this series fresh with Yakuza Zero, knowing just from what I've heard of the character Majima becomes and seeing a bit of that at the very end, it was so heartbreaking to watch where he was and how he got to where he is at the end of Yakuza 0 and the, the rest of the games in the series. It's a very heartbreaking, sad story that caught me off guard. And I, I, I loved it so much because of that. And of all the things that happen in the main story... The relationship between Majima and Makaro is is the part that hit me the most that I still think about. There are there are so many other things going on from the very beginning where Karyu is framed for a murder which sort of creates this domino effect where things just start getting crazier and crazier and Another fun part of the story is watching at the very end when Kiru and Majima finally meet because they live in two different cities and throughout the entire game you are switching between the two of them and, and going about story missions and side activities and at the end they finally meet and it's like that moment in Heat where Robert De Niro and Al Pacino finally meet and it's awesome. It's, it's just an awesome moment. It's not long or anything. It just is this great moment where these two characters you've fallen in love with over the course of the game finally meet and you get to just sit there and watch as they in a way realize how awesome each other are the the thing you've known all along you're like see you're both pretty awesome aren't you you can tell you can tell and i grew to love both of the characters more and more over time i enjoyed kiro at the very beginning because that's who you start playing for being the straight man in all these situations who is very honorable and doesn't show a lot of emotion and is very stoic which makes the moments when he seems out of character so much more funny like when you go to a karaoke bar as Kiryu and you start seeing the video in the background which I have a love-hate relationship with simply because I love the video in the background and seeing them in character and in costume and doing ridiculous things but because I have to focus on the actual singing and pressing the buttons in relation to when they pop up on screen I don't get to enjoy the ridiculousness that's happening behind me of seeing Kiryu and his buddy in like this biker outfit or whatever it was wearing bandanas and just being ridiculous it's moments like that and this juxtaposition of putting this character in a situation that you don't expect that makes yakuza zero such a delight from start to finish and then when majima is introduced and he is much more charismatic and has more personality and is a bit more fun and kooky and silly his introduction is amazing because he is the manager of this cabaret club and when this customer is getting out of line and starting a bit of a ruckus he comes down to see what the problem is and he ends up in a fight with this guy but he never actually attacks him he just sort of avoids his it's, it's just a wonderful moment that did a great job of setting up his character right off the bat and I knew at that very second that I was going to love this particular character. And 
the rest of the the characters the the side characters and the antagonists and all that are great as well the one thing about the characters that bother me specifically with Kiryu is that you can tell when a character model of their face in particular is based off a real person and when it's not Kiryu looks like a fake person whereas some of the antagonists the the family bosses and whatnot who are based off real people they look more real and it's a bit disappointing that the character you're playing as both of them aren't up to par though I think Majima looks much better than Kiro but I just love the story which is great since there is so much story which isn't to say that there isn't combat and action scattered throughout the game there's a lot of action but it's not the most in-depth system and it doesn't feel that great it's more fun because of the craziness that can come out through it with some of the particular styles so each of the characters Kiryu and Majima have a handful of styles they learn over the course of the game and depending on the style you use the fights can be way more crazy and ridiculous than some of the other styles so with Kiryu I prefer the one where he's just like street brawling or something and he's able to just pick up objects and beat the crap out of people and why I love this style is because you have this meter that builds up over time while you're fighting and you can use this when you're holding a weapon to do a crazy attack like smash a bike over their head or throw something in the air punch them then grab it and smack them in the head uh, and I find that hilarious because these battles I'm assuming they're supposed to be non-lethal quote unquote however when you see how hard he's hitting these people and the kind of attacks he's using Kiryu and Majima have both broken so many necks and killed so many people over the course of the game that it's just ridiculous and my favorite style with Majima is the one where he's using a bat because I love his special attack where he just winds up and smashes them in the head and every time that happens I just think to myself well that person's dead I don't care what the game tells me that person is 100% dead so the combat isn't all that in-depth and it is a bit repetitive but it's still fun because of how crazy and over the top it can get and and because there's so much stuff in between the bigger fights it never gets too old too fast you always have a lot of breathing room in between fights and then of course in addition to the main story and the action the real heart of Yakuza 0 can be found in all of the sub stories that are scattered throughout both cities and I think there are a hundred in total and I probably went through about 30 35 of them and they range from tedious to silly to crazy to heartwarming they're, they're, they're all over the place they're all over the map and I love it because it makes the city feel alive that is one of the things that Yakuza Zero does so well it's not a huge open world it's maybe I don't know eight square blocks if that and the world that is created is dense and full of things all over the place from arcades to parlors and all these things that it, it makes the city feel much more alive than some of your more big open world games that may have a lot of space but there's not as much to do within that space and I'm not gonna go over all of the sub stories that I encountered because that would take forever and I don't want to waste your time or mine plus the joy is in discovering these on your own and seeing where they go 
So I'm just going to go over a few of mine, and then I'll probably wrap this episode up, because I think Yakuza 0 and the series as a whole is kind of hard to talk about, because there's so little game there. The sub-stories have gameplay to them, but they're more so just about the story themselves and seeing where they go and all that, which I've already said, but whatever. So my favorite sub-story in Yakuza 0 revolves around a young dominatrix who is not good at her job. You come across her when you're walking past her business, well not her business, she's an employee, and one of her customers is telling her that she's not a good dominatrix, that she's not confident enough, that she apologizes too much, that she asks too many questions, and you overhear this conversation and when that customer leaves you talk to her and you can offer to help her be a better dominatrix i also love that this particular sub story is called how to train your dominatrix which is a funny reference to how to train your dragon which is maybe about dominatrix and i never knew it oh my god it could it be is that dragon really just a dominatrix in disguise it is wearing all black and it kind of looks leathery Ooh, but you teach her how to be a better dominatrix, telling her what to say, what to do. And part of what makes this even funnier is the fact that you do a lot of this at a playground where kids are overhearing what you're saying and they eventually come up to you and ask you what's going on. And you're like, eh, don't worry about it. And this particular sub story concludes with you going up to her particular room, her dungeon, whatever you want to call it. And you're hiding in there as that customer from earlier comes in and you're watching as she takes what you've taught her and puts it to use and it's like being a parent proud of their child who has taken their advice and put it to use you know in a weird way but it's just so much fun and so silly and then there's this other story where a mother is asking you to go rescue her daughter from this cult and what i loved about that story is that it, it's not just going to this cult and then beating the crap out of everyone to rescue her you are infiltrating it you go in as a potential cultist you learn their particular gestures and whatnot and some of their sayings and all that and you have to memorize them and then you say them again when people ask you later and eventually you meet the head of this organization if you if you do a good enough job and then you can just forget it and just leave her there or you can beat the crap out of this guy. And of course, you're going to beat the crap out of him. Why? Because he's super slimy. And beating the crap out of him felt so good. It was just absolutely wonderful. And then there's a story with this man who works as a statue on this bridge. And he doesn't want people to know that he's actually a statue. He just stays there still all the time. But one time when you're walking by, he lets you know that he has to go to the bathroom. But finally, he has a big crowd. And he doesn't want to move because... The crowd is in awe of this statue that is just there for no reason. So you have to try and distract these people so that he can get up and go to the bathroom and take a nice big number two. I'm assuming it's a it's a poo. Because statues can be fountains and they can pee. Have you ever seen Austin Powers? It's case closed. Don't don't at me. <laughs> but you have to distract the people by any means necessary. You, to, you try to tell some jokes or you try singing and it's ridiculous and wonderful. And, and there are so many other stories like that that make the game come to life as you are making your way from story mission to story mission. And another funny thing that is related to one of the main stories, not a sub story, is just a part where you are scouting another cabaret club. And while you're there, a man comes down the stairs in his underwear and he's just dancing naked and it's ridiculous and you could zoom in on him and it's 
it was probably the funniest and dumbest and just weirdest part of the entire game and i love it so much you run into him again a little later in the game but i will never be able to erase that image from my mind and you know what i'm fine with that i am fine with that and i think the sub stories are really the most important part of the game because they are what give life to the game and the world and break up all of the fighting and, and the main story that is much heavier and much more serious than everything else going on in the game. Though I do have to say there is more gameplay than just the combat. You also get into real estate so you are managing a real estate agency, getting property and then sending out managers to them and, and doing what you can to get funds from them you take over a small cabaret club and then you can manage them for a day telling girls to sit with this person and and trying to match a specific girl with a particular customer if their personalities fit together you can also dress up the girls at the cabaret club which is weird and really in depth so you can change like their nail polish and depending on the nail polish they'll be more charming or more cutesy or more sexy etc it's it's way more in depth than i was expecting and i spent way too much time making my ideal pretty girl for one of them and then i i thought to myself this is this is getting ridiculous and out of hand I need to stop this. Another sub story going back to those that I loved because I just remembered it. There's one where a kid wants to get something from a vending machine because the vending machine seems like it's got like something amazing in it. And he doesn't know what it is. The kid doesn't know what it is. And you look at the vending machine and you realize it's just a vending machine full of either dirty magazines or used underwear. And you are hesitant to help this kid. But if you don't help him, he's just going to stay there all the time. And it's not the greatest neighborhood or anything so you decide to do it but you have to sneak by all these groups of women so that none of them know what you're doing and it's just silly and wonderful in so many ways but yakuza zero is a fantastic game that is great for anyone looking for a wonderful story and a bunch of silly nonsense on the side if you're looking for great combat or a lot of action this is not the game for you. This isn't the series for you. It's much more about the experiences you have in the game as opposed to the act of playing it. Because in reality, I think I probably played Yakuza 0 a third of my entire time with the game. I, I put in a little over 30 hours into the game. And I have to imagine I put maybe 6 hours into fighting, if that. So much of that time was spent watching cutscenes and all that jazz and moving from point a to point b interacting with these sub stories that could be tedious where you are just going from place to place to place looking for this or that and it's more of a fetch quest which may not sound like fun and it isn't but it's made enjoyable because of the context and because of the reasoning for your actions. That's the thing about Yakuza Zero. That's what it gets so right with all of its sub stories is that even if what you're doing isn't fun. The reason why you're doing it is a strong enough motivation that you forget that what you're doing is kind of dumb and boring and not fun, which is a testament to how well put together the game is. And I can't wait to jump into the series and play more of them. And I'm just happy that I finally got around to Yakuza 0. It's on PS4, and I'm not sure if this one came out on pc as well because i can't remember which ones have made their way to pc now but it's a wonderful game and a great entry point to the series because of 
it being a prequel and everything and i just think it's absolutely wonderful i loved my time with it and i still can't get over how heartbreaking majima's story is and seeing what he became after all the things that happened in yakuza zero it's just so sad it is ridiculously sad and if you don't think the same then you have no heart i'm just so heartbroken for him and I, I wish I could just give Majima a hug. Though I think if I try to give him a hug post Yakuza 0, he'd probably beat the shit out of me. So, not going to try that anytime soon. Anyway, once again, I'm your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Sausage podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also watch the video version of these podcasts over at youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage, which I highly recommend because if you watch the video version, you get to see all the ridiculous stuff I was talking about, like the dominatrix and all that jazz. You can also see some anime reviews over there as well. And if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out over there. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com pxs and support us that way. And as always, Thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.